Spooky spirits keeping you up at night. Goatman got you down? Then head on over to the Spencer County Spooky Squad Patreon and gain access to some awesome rewards, including early access to episodes, membership to the SCSS Discord server, and even spooky Polaroid photos taken on one of our investigations. If you have a craving for all things paranormal, then consider supporting the Spencer County Spooky Squad today on Patreon. Let me set the stage here for you. The year, 1955. Just a mere four months after the discovery of the polio vaccine. The place, Hopkinsville, Kentucky. A place made famous for its rich tobacco farms and tornadoes. Just outside of this rural Midwestern town sits an even quieter one, with a population even smaller than Hopkinsville's 12,000. I'm talking about Kelly, Kentucky. The following events are what was described to have taken place on August 25th, just around 11 p.m. Events that would change this small, forgotten section of Kentucky forever. A group of eight people show up frantically to the Hopkinsville police station at 11 p.m. at night in a state that can only be categorized as hysteria. One of them approaches a group of officers shouting, We need help! Hands on their knees, trying to catch their breath. Please, we need all the guns and men you can spare. Confused and concerned. What do you mean? Who? Fighting who? One of the officers exclaimed. Another member of the group chimed in. Not who. Them. And we've been fighting them for nearly four hours. You see, earlier that night, a man by the name of Billy Taylor was visiting his friend Lucky Sutton at his family's farmhouse in the small town outside of Hopkinsville. Billy had stepped outside to fetch some water from the well when something drew his eye to something real bright, with a rainbow-colored tail streaking across the sky. Frantic, Billy ran back inside, exclaiming to the others about what he just saw. But considering the facts, they brushed it off as just his eyes playing tricks on him. Nobody took him seriously, of course. At least, not until something started to get the dog's attention. Not sure of who or what was outside, Billy and Lucky fetched their guns and stepped onto the porch. What they saw was described to the Hopkinsville Police Department as short silver creatures with oversized heads and long, lanky arms, with claws that drug to the ground, eyes burning yellow like headlights of a pickup truck. They were approaching the farmhouse, but Lucky wasn't about to let some otherworldly creature arm his friends and family. As one of the small creatures pressed its face upon one of the glass windows of the farmhouse, revealing its large, bat-like ears and its wide-set, glowing eyes, the fighting began. When police arrived on the scene, they were unable to locate any signs of the silver creatures. But they did find signs of conflict, bullet holes, scuff marks on the trees and house, as well as the panicked state that those in the Sutton farm were in. 
Taylor and Sutton gave their story to the police and described the incident as a four-hour back-and-forth conflict, with the creatures jumping into the trees and gaining ground, then being forced to retreat. However, they noted that they were seemingly taking these bullets with no harm whatsoever, almost as if they were bulletproof. When the chief of police, Russell Greenwell, and four other officers made their way out to the farmhouse, they were certain that something was going on. These aren't the kind of people who normally run to the police for help, Greenwell stated in his report. The next few weeks, nothing came about in the investigation, since there was no evidence of any creatures attacking the Suttons aside from those that could have possibly been produced by the guns that were firing. Rumors began to spread about the validity of it all. He said that it must have been something like they were drinking and hallucinating the encounter, though later it was confirmed by the arriving officers that there had been, in fact, no signs of alcohol or drinking on the premises. They said that they just made it all up to gain public attention and notoriety. Later, they began charging admission to the farmhouse, and this kind of destroyed any amount of faith and credibility that the Suttons had. However... This isn't the only report of high strangeness occurring in the area that evening. Other reports came in saying they too had encounters with similar creatures or sightings of a strange object that Taylor saw when fetching the water that night. One story even came from one of the officers who believed Sutton and Taylor's story, though didn't actually make his way out to the farmhouse. Sergeant Frank Dudas reported having seen three strange objects flying across the night sky in the Hopkinsville-Kelly area in the past, but was too afraid to speak about the incident until Sutton had their encounter. Much like the Mothman encounter at Point Pleasant that would occur just 11 years later, theories began speculating as what really could have spooked the residents so much that they began firing wildly into the tree lines. A horned owl was one of the theories presented, with their long wingspans and glowing eyes. Many believed that they could have easily mistaken them for otherworldly invaders given their panic state. But to this day, this story is extremely hard to corroborate. Given the lack of evidence and sudden grandstanding of the Sutton farmhouse, it's easy to see why believing in the goblins of Hopkinsville would be difficult to say the least. But that doesn't mean it isn't true. Considering the rural Kentuckians are familiar with the flora and fauna that they surround themselves with, it would be difficult to think that a group of them would misinterpret an owl or some other woodland creature for what they encountered that night, especially with the police confirming that there was no use of alcohol on the property, nor within any of the witnesses. Since the encounter, the Hopkinsville Goblin story has become famous in many parts of the world, and the description of the creature was even used as inspiration for many pop culture properties that we know today, such as Steven Spielberg's E.T. and the dark ghost-type Pokemon Cybli from the third-generation Pokemon games. These drew direct inspiration from the encounter that occurred in Hopkinsville. Locally, however, this story has been a boon for the community. Tourists come from all over in hopes of encountering the small creatures or touring the Sutton farmhouse. There even is the Kelly Little Green Men Festival that happens every year that draws cryptid and UFO seekers alike to this small rural town in western Kentucky. To this day, we may never really know what happened at the Sutton Farmhouse on that night in August of 1955, but this alongside the other witnesses, many of whom were not present at the farmhouse that night, nor having any relation to the two families, makes this not only an interesting extraterrestrial encounter or cryptid encounter, but an interesting case of high strangeness as well. Just remember... If you're ever in that small rural part of western Kentucky and you're driving down the road late at night, look up to the sky and maybe you too can have an encounter with the goblins of Hopkinsville. This episode of the Paranormal Pit Stop Podcast is made possible because of listeners like you and our patrons. 
because of your incredible support, we can make this spooky dream of ours possible. So with our utmost gratitude, we would like to say from the bottom of our hearts, a huge thank you to all of our patrons, Joy, Brittany, Zach, and Evan.